One, two, one. Okay, double five again. Okay. okay. Out. Hey, what? No other part of that title. Microphone turned. I'm not live yet, I don't think. No. You are live, it says here, but I don't see the green button, so I'm assuming I'm live. Delia, can you type to me and tell me I am live? You are live. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready for the green thing to come up. All right. So here I am in the middle of winter in sunny South Africa. We've had a beautiful day today, and uh, we have a restaurant on our premises, a whole food restaurant, we must have had over 100 people for lunch today. And people, when they come here, they're like, oh, it's so nice to be able to eat out because your food's so healthy and you've got such amazing salads and soups and casseroles and everything's, you know, everything's great to eat. There's no preservatives, there's no dairy, there's no gluten. But the food is delicious and very tasty. And that gets me to the point I'm speaking about tonight, which is that people really struggle to eat out when they are health conscious in any way. You may be gluten intolerant, you may find it difficult to eat out, you may be vegan, it's even more difficult to eat out. If you're vegan and gluten intolerant, people think it's almost impossible. I know that when we started eating healthy, we were still eating animal products, we still had gluten in our diet, and we still struggled to eat out. So there, there are times when, when you eat out that you, especially, it's not that bad. Actually, it's better in a restaurant than it is to somebody's private home because there's nothing worse than somebody prepared a meal and you can't eat it and you kind of sit there and you pull your nose up and say, ew, I can't eat this. I mean, that's just being plain rude. So I think some basic rules with eating out, besides the fact that you need to make sure you have your AIM products with you because there's nothing like Flora Food and Herbal Fiber Blend and uh, Prep Symes as your digestive first aid when you've eaten something that your body is not comfortable with and we'll get on to that when to use those but I think the first thing when it comes to eating out is find out where you're eating so if you're eating at your boss's home or um, the principals invite you to his home or it's a function for your husband's company or your wife's company when you're eating out in a place that you don't know the people I think it's actually more polite to phone them up and say, I just wanted to know what is on the menu so that I can prepare myself. If you feel uncomfortable doing that, then there are another couple of things you can do. And probably the best thing you can do is eat before you go out. And that is probably the best advice I can give you is to eat healthy food at home, have a nice big salad, have your herbal fiber, not, you can have herbal fiber blend um, after your meal about sort of I'd eat an hour before I left home and then half an hour before I left or just before I left, I'd take some herbal fiber blend. Well, because of the water-soluble fiber in herbal fiber blend, it actually helps you to feel full. That means that when you get to wherever you're getting, whether it's a restaurant or private home, you're not just grabbing any food that's there. Um, 
you're also not kind of eating all the rubbish. Very often when you go and eat out or you get a restaurant, they put snacks on the table. And in a restaurant, often it's just bread, um, which if you're gluten intolerant or you've got digestive problems, you could just find that it actually just sets your stomach off. Um, and it can cause constipation. And that's why I recommend a lot of the foods you eat in a restaurant that surprises you may have wheat or gluten in it, which can cause constipation with a lot of people. And that's why I recommend Herbal Fiber Blend before you go out so that it actually prepares your digestive tract and knows that it needs to help you. And you can take more Herbal Fiber Blend when you get home. If whatever you eat causes indigestion, that means you get a heartburn and you've got this burning sensation here, then I would recommend that you take your Prepsymes. Uh, if you eat food that you know is like fried food, a lot of animal products, heavier meals, then um, I would recommend that you take uh, Prepsymes. Prepsymes are digestive enzymes. They're really great for helping you digest your food efficiently. And um, I, I would take them in my handbag. And if you're a man, take them in your car, take them in your truck, take them in wherever you need to take them. Um, but make sure that you have got them with you. If you're traveling overseas, if you're going on holiday, the, the three things, four things that I recommend you do is um, Ames Prepsymes to help you digest the food efficiently when it is not very digestible food. And, and food that doesn't digest very well is usually um, food that's highly processed, food that's very high in fat and has been heated like fried, food that is... Um, when you eat a lot of concentrated foods together, say, for example, there's rice and potatoes and meat and chicken and fish, and you're eating little bits of everything, you may find that you're, you, you literally get a home and you're having to sit up in bed because your, your food literally is not digesting at all. And that's when I will take – if that kind of meal, I take Prepsimes with a meal, okay? And the other food that – the other products I would take is Flora Food. Flora Food is fantastic as well. Um, you, I wouldn't take the two together. You would take Prepsimes on its own, and I would take the Flora Food rather with Herbal Fiber Blend, for example. It's great with helping with uh, digestive problems. Flora Food's great when you've got a lot of gas. So if you've eaten something that's made you really gassy, a lot of garlic and onion can make you really, really gassy. Um, some people get gassy from beans, although that's not a, a, it's not an indication that your intestinal bacteria have been out of balance whereas garlic and onion a lot of garlic in food especially fresh garlic I'll never forget Mark and I were invited to his friend's um, wedding in Los Angeles many many years ago it was 1997 I remember now and um, it's the first time we'd ever been to the United States and we went over to Southern California and we had to go to it's a very American thing to have the pre-wedding dinner it's not a very South African thing uh, we find American weddings incredibly extravagant. I must say South African weddings are catching up. But if I remember how we got married, that I made my own dress, I made my own cake, we had the dinner was a huge barbecue in the days when we weren't vegan at my parents-in-law home. They lived on a farm, a small farm just outside the city. And just friends and family and local people from the church and it literally cost us nothing compared to what weddings cost today. Anyway, we went to this pre-wedding. We went to the pre-wedding dinner and it was at a restaurant called The Stinking Rose. If you know anything about The Stinking Rose, it is the name for garlic. The garlic plant looks like a rose and it's a stinking rose. And everything on the menu was drowning in garlic. I have a serious digestive problem with garlic. It just makes me bloat. 
The next day my fingers are swollen, I have puffy eyes, my head feels like it's full of cotton wool and won't function properly. And I didn't have the AIM products at that point. We only got involved with the, uh, the AIM company and started using the products in 1999, and this was 97. So I didn't have anything with me, and oh my word, Mark and I really struggled. Firstly, at that point, we were vegetarian. So here we vegetarians with all these meat eaters. In those days, every all Mark's friends were, were meat eaters. Um not only was there garlic in absolutely everything, even the salad we ordered, we couldn't order without a side dressing. They just they gave it to us the way it was. It had garlic in it, fresh garlic in it. They weren't prepared to take it out. They were really upset that we were even at the restaurant. And the only dessert that we were offered was garlic ice cream. I mean, could you imagine eating garlic and ice cream? If I had had flora food with me, I know that I would have slept a whole lot better. I remember getting to that wedding thinking, I'm completely and utterly exhausted. I couldn't sleep. My tummy was making strange noises. And I spent half the night in the bathroom and the other half tossing and turning in my bed. Flora food is fantastic for that. Anything where there's gas. We've eaten a lot of garlic and onion take this. And it's a great idea to keep these in small containers. You can take little pull containers in your handbag or in your pocket of your jacket, and you can make sure that you've got them with you. Don't travel without them. If you've eaten and your stomach is really sore, like feels like somebody's punched you in your stomach, or your stomach just feels unsettled, um, Composure has fantastic herbs in it. Composure is a fantastic product for um, digestive discomfort actually an amazing product and it was my husband Mark that discovered that I wasn't even really aware of the fact that it was so helpful with digestive problems and then he took some to sleep because his stomach was not comfortable um, he'd taken some herbal fiber blend but he was so full and uncomfortable that at that point he almost felt like the herbal fiber blend made him even fuller and so he took two, he thought, well, I'm, in, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, let me take some composure. And he took composure, and literally within five minutes, his stomach had completely settled down, and he slept really well. But particularly with children that have got sore stomachs for no reason, like nerve, nervous, a nervous stomach, um, when you get a sore stomach because you are nervous or stressed, composure is fantastic. Again, keep it on you all. Don't go anywhere without this stuff. Seriously, composure is not a sleeping tablet, it just makes your body relax. So when you are stressed and your stomach's getting sore, so you take the product and it relaxes you and makes you um, calmer and relaxes your digestive tract, you find it works much better. The great news about composure, unlike medication, you can drive a car and operate heavy machinery when you're using composure. Usually when you take something that is a pain, a heavy painkiller or a a thing that calms you down from a medicinal point of view. They always tell you not to operate heavy machinery. I'm like, how many people go and do that when they're in pain? Maybe dentists. Okay, herbal fiber blend. Herbal fiber blend is fantastic. Oh my word, I remember the morning I woke up, two o'clock in the morning. I had food poisoning. We'd eaten in a restaurant. I'd eaten salad and vegetables and something. I think they make the salad right next to where they cut the steaks or something. You never know what goes on in restaurant um, in restaurant kitchens. Uh, even if you order a, a clean dish and you think you're going to be okay. Here I was at 2 o'clock in the morning with stomach cramps. I had the most terrible diarrhea. Stomach cramps, nausea. 
I honestly felt like I was dying. I had a headache. I felt like I'd been badly poisoned. And I remember we'd been taking the AIM products for about three to six months then. And um, and I remember because I remember the house we were living in at the time, and it was also around about 1999, and could have been early 19, um, early uh, 2000. And I remember thinking there's only one thing in this house that I can take. I mean, other than Band-Aids and bandages um, and, and you know, aloe vera for wounds, all I had was this herbal fiber blend. And I, people had told me how amazing it was and how fantastic it was, and I hadn't taken it yet. And I thought, well, there's only one thing that I can take. I'm going to take this herbal fiber blend because, you know, at that point I think I'd kind of tasted it once and I thought I, I have to be really desperate to take that and actually drink that. Now, of course, you can get herbal fiber blend in capsules, so you don't have to worry about that. But I took the powder, put it in the glass of water, and I drank it. And here's the thing. If you've got diarrhea, you take a heap teaspoon of herbal fiber blend with one glass of water. If you're constipated, you take a heap teaspoon of herbal fiber blend with two glasses of water. It's not a laxative. And when you take it, it doesn't turn your stomach into cement. Very often, if you take something for diarrhea and food poisoning, you're so constipated, your stomach doesn't work for a week after you've taken medication. And with herbal fiber blend, that doesn't happen. I can tell you now it was 15 minutes. I was so impressed. I think I, I, to this day I keep telling people about how amazing herbal fiber blend. Within 15 minutes the headache was gone. The nausea was gone. My stomach cramping had stopped. My whole stomach had settled down, calmed down. I was able to get into bed and I went to sleep. And I woke up in the morning and my stomach worked as if nothing had ever happened. And that was definitely food poisoning. It was, honestly, as I said, I thought I was dying that night. So for me, anything to do with, uh, parasites, food poisoning, constipation, diarrhea, herbal fiber blend. You can take it if you're uncomfortably full. Some people have taken it for that as well. Um, but uh, that's when I find when I'm uncomfortably full, the prepsimes uh, or the flora food, you eventually find out you've got to test and make have the products available. When something happens, you take the products that you feel would help you at that moment. And then if they... You know, like I found out this was great for food poisoning and I don't go anywhere without it. You can't travel without herbal fiber blend because most times when you change countries, something will upset your stomach and it may just be water that's doing it, just water that your body's not used to. It could be something on the plane that you ate, which is one of the reasons I don't eat on airplanes. People always amaze me that they eat so much food on a plane. I'm like, most people when you fly long distance, it's overnight, but even if it's during the day, I mean, you could go a whole day without eating. It's not a big deal. Mm, you know, it's fasting. The human body is capable of fasting very well in a day of just drinking water. The other thing that happens is if you don't eat, you don't suffer from jet lag. So that's fantastic from that point of view. So I recommend that you don't travel anywhere. You don't go to any strange place. And if you're going out to eat, that you take these um, four products with you. You can take herbal fiber blend in a little sachet, maybe in a little um, Ziploc bag, or you can take the capsules with you. Uh, some of the capsules look very similar. It's like herbal fiber blend and composure. There's different sizes, but if you don't know, you're not sure what you're taking. So if you do put them in separate pill boxes and label it, or just put a HFB on the one and a C for composure and a, 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 a P for prepsimes and an, an FF for flora food. Uh, AIM makes... Great products and they really help, okay? 
So now what do you do, as I said, when you're going to somebody's house, is eat a meal before you go there. If you're going to a restaurant and you're not sure, any restaurant you can phone up and say, what is on your menu? You can also go online and look at their menu. So have a look at the menu, see what you can eat, phone the restaurant and say, I see you have a vegetable soup on the menu. Does it have pasta in it? And is it gluten-based pasta? Is it wheat-based? So that you know ahead that you're not sitting there looking at the menu and kind of ah, sighing. And, and I've done that, and it's just downright rude, okay? It's like, oh, my word, there's nothing for me to eat on this menu. Oh, my word, these people are cretins. Everything's got animal products in it. Everything's got wheat in it. Everything's got sugar in it. And you just make the whole evening unpleasant for people. So I've had to change my mindset and decide that I'm going out to eat in a restaurant not because I want to eat restaurant food. I'm going out to eat in a restaurant because I want to have the fellowship and the company of the family and the friends that I'm with. And that had to be a mind shift for me because I kind of used to feel really ripped off, like, oh, my word, they are, you know, I'm here and I'm spending money and they don't have anything decent for me to eat. Phoning in advance helps me choose the best possible option. Eating before I eat out makes me not that hungry, so I'm happy with a smaller meal. And if I have to, if it's a, a dinner at somebody's house and it's plated and they've put a steak on my plate because they actually had no idea what kind of diet and lifestyle I follow, then at least, you know, if I'm not full, I can cut it up, move it around the plate, hide it under the lettuce leaf, eat the salad, leave one leaf to cover the steak, or whatever it is that's on your plate that you may not eat. But if you cut stuff up and move it around and not sort of flick it to the one corner and flick it to the other corner, I mean, people sit and they like scrape the food this side and scrape the food and then everybody looks at you and says, oh, don't you eat that? And then you say, no, I'm a vegan. Or no, I'm gluten intolerant. Uh, it just makes it really unpleasant. And you come across, they don't feel, people don't feel like, they want to actually have you around again. Um, they don't want to. When you eat differently to other people, it makes them feel guilty about the way you eat. So the less fuss you make, the better it is for the relationship around that table. Um, there are a couple of other things as well. Um, I use what's called food grading criteria. I found that being able to grade foods very helpful when trying to decide what sort of foods are healthier than others. In other words, by using the food grading criteria, you'll be able to see that the baked potato is far healthier than the roasted one, and the roasted one is probably better than deep-fried potato chips. Um, it's a simple and effective system. Uh, I call it the ABC of foods. A is, so all foods get graded into four simple categories. A foods, these are foods that are raw and whole. They're whole foods, raw, whole, plant foods, nothing cooked, okay? So 75% of your diet should be made up of these foods, at least, because they're high in antioxidants, they're full of fiber, they help your digestive tract work properly, they help your immune system work properly, and they, plant foods are one of the most powerful anti-cancer foods you can put into your body. There's something, called anti, um, there's something called angiogenesis, when blood vessels are produced that feed, um, they kind of rogue blood vessels that feed tumors, and... What um, Dr. William Lee, the man who um, uh, developed drugs that would destroy these um, um, blood vessels, um, but he said that these the, the medication that he developed would cost the average person $350,000 a year. 
That's 350,000 US dollars, not Zimbabwean dollars, just in case you're wondering. Um, and he said there had to be a better way because it's just kind of not fair to have something that's so expensive. It means somebody who doesn't have enough of income or resources. Sorry. For somebody who doesn't have enough resources that they um, – you know, they're not going to be able to afford it. So he started looking at natural foods. And the first food he looked at was strawberries. And he found that strawberries had a very powerful anti-angiogenesis effect. In other words, nutrients in strawberries and enzymes in strawberries actually helped to destroy these blood vessels so that they would stop feeding the tuber. They did this in Petri dishes, and they did it with rats and mice, and they were fascinated with it. And then they did it with tomatoes, and then they tried it with something else, and then they tried it with beans, even something like cooked beans, legumes, or as you would say in the United States, legumes. Um, even foods like that that were cooked, being plant a plant food would actually help the body to destroy these blood vessels so the tumor would not be fed with blood and nutrients and then it would die. So your A foods are A is for the best mark on your school report. They are foods that are raw and whole, okay? 75% of your diet ideally should be these foods. And the one way to do that is to start all your meals with some raw food. So if you're in a restaurant, if you're at somebody's home, there's a salad, help yourself to salad first. Say, oh, what a delicious salad. Eat it. And if you can see everybody else is not eating, you just say, oh, would you mind if I had some more salad? And you fill yourself up with salad and you have a little bit of the cooked food. And it also makes you full, so you're not going to want to eat all the dessert afterwards. There's nothing worse than coming out with You've eaten healthy in small quantities and out comes a sticky toffee pudding and you kind of climb into it and you're just like, what was I thinking? And then you behave badly or you're irritable and ratty for the next couple of days, okay? So make sure you're eating some raw vegetables before cooked food. If it means you're dipping carrot sticks or celery sticks or cucumber pieces into some hummus before your dinner, that's absolutely fine. Try and eat at least a side plate full of raw food before you eat the cooked food. Right, bee foods, they have only two criteria, okay? Example, a baked potato is fresh and whole, but it's not raw. So anything that is fresh and whole or fresh and raw, you could have a raw food that's been quite processed, for example, that may have a lot of different spices and stuff in it, but it's got two criteria. So the A foods are raw, whole, and fresh. Uh, baked potato would be fresh and whole, but not raw. So that's a beef food. Still a good food. You can have at least, you know, you've got, that could form half of your, the rest of your 25% of your diet. Seafoods are foods that are only fresh or only raw or only whole. Um, in other words, they have one criteria. For example, unpolished brown rice is whole, but not fresh and not raw. Um, well, let me think of something else. Uh, what can be raw but is no longer whole and no longer fresh? Dried fruit. Dried fruit, for example, is not raw. Well, it's raw. It hasn't been cooked, but it has been dehydrated. So it has had some heating on it. And it's no longer whole because it's either been cut into strips. So when we do that with food, we tend to lose some nutrients. It's not a bad food. It's still a good food. Whole grains are great. Um, legumes or legumes like lentils and beans, are whole. They're not raw and they're not fresh. You can sprout them and then you'll get a seed coming out of it, but you can't eat most legumes raw unless it's sprouted. Certain legumes you can't eat raw, like ones that are in the shape of the traditional sort of kidney bean shape, 
those ones are poisonous when you sprout them. So you can sprout things like mung beans, which are little round beans, or you can sprout um, lentils, but you can't sprout the ones in the shape of a kidney bean shape. Okay, And then D foods have none of the above criteria. Okay, So they potato chips, for example, they're neither whole, they're not raw, and they're not fresh. So even with D foods, you've got healthier choices. For example, whole wheat bare bread is better than white bread. Um, Lay's plain potato chips just with salt in it is better than Lay's potato chips with a flavor in it. It's got sugar in it, and it's got whey powder from cow's milk, and it's got all kinds of flavorants and colorants and all kinds of things. So you start learning to read labels to find that the simplest foods, the, the simpler we eat, the better it is. Okay, so what do you do when you are entertaining people at your home? Now, for me, I find the best way to entertain people in your own home, um, so if other people are coming to eat out at your house, I cater first for myself and for my family when I invite guests over. And then I think of the guests. Now, that might sound weird. So say, for example, when we became vegetarian and we were dairy intolerant, we couldn't eat cheese because we'd all get, my kids would get ear infections or tonsillitis or runny noses, and I would have hay fever and allergies and sinusitis, and my husband wouldn't sleep well because he'd snore. So say, for example, I found the best way to cater for guests and for ourselves is to do a buffet. Doing um, a one-dish dinner where everybody's just one salad and one dish. You can have, you know, I might do a veg curry, for example, and somebody comes along and says, I don't eat spicy food. Or I make a country cottage pie, which is made with vegetables and lentils. It's got mashed potato on top, baked in the oven. It's very delicious. It looks amazing. Some people say it tastes like there's meat in there. But when they discover there's no meat, they might say, oh, I can't, you know, I, I don't. They keep making comments about going to McDonald's on the way home and, I'm not full, and I'm, and yet it's a very satisfying dish. Um, I find recipes to make, like the country, country cottage pie, that look like it has meat in it and tastes like it. So all you do is you use the same spices you would use when you were cooking a dish with, say, minced beef in it, and then you use those same spices and you flavor the food and you it, it takes on this meaty flavor. Because, honestly, if you just cooked meat with no spices, it tastes awful. Meat tastes like it does because we... Season it and grill it. Those two things give them the flavor. If it was just boiled in a pot with no salt, it tastes absolutely disgusting, okay? So I would make um, something that I know our family could eat, and then I may go and put out a bowl of grated uncolored cheese. I may put out a bowl of cubed feta cheese, for example. I would try and find organic if I could. In South Africa, it's not that easy. In the United States, in the UK, in Australia, it's a lot easier. Okay, um... Uh, if, they, if you are prepared to cook animal products for people, which I no longer am, um, just from an environmental impact point of view, I don't eat animal products. I don't prepare them for anybody because, you know, using 100 times more water just to produce one kilogram of meat protein from animals as opposed to a kilogram of protein from vegetables. So just as I said, for me, and from an environmental impact point of view, I just think it's very um, unsustainable and kind of, in for me, I think it's selfish, but I'm not trying to judge anybody, so please don't take me too seriously. Um, so what I recommend that you do is, so if you're going to do some meat, then try and get organic meat, do a little bit of it. 
Don't make the focus of the meal the meat or the chicken or the fish. Make it a little dish, a little side dish. So it's more of a condiment to the meal. And make so many other delicious dishes that people just absolutely love what you've done. Uh, the World Health Organization says that we should make animal products the condiment to the meal, not the focus of the meal. In South Africa, we've got a very strong traditional meat-eating culture. I think it's a bit like living in Texas. And we have people that have cattle farms. Sorry, and they... Hmm. Um, like to kill a cow for their guests. Um, so I try to make a lot of really interesting dishes, marinated mushrooms. I'll do grilled veggies that have been dry roasted in the oven and then drizzle olive oil on afterwards. I'll make chili pesto, hummus. I'll do a cashew mayonnaise. a whole lot of things that you can put out there. And if these dishes are making your mouth water, I have got an online program called um, 100 Days to Health. .co.ca or ZA. So 100 days, that's the number 100, 100 days to health.co.za. Um, and you can take the, um, the, you get recipes, over 100 recipes. So you're getting recipes every single day. You're getting over 100 recipes with tips. It's free, completely free. So you're welcome to sign up for that just for the recipes. But the great tips and the inspirational quotes are great as well, okay? So, um, you know, you could have a kind of a stir-fry barbecue as well. I remember in the 1980s, I think it was, they called them Mongolian barbecues. And it really was a giant um, stir-fry dish, stir-fry plate. So this curved sort of dish, and you could stir-fry vegetables on there. And, um, what happens with that is that people that want to add meat to it, you could have strips of organic chicken and fish or meat. And then people would do the veggies and add the strips of meat to that so that the, the focus is not the meat as such. Um, and then I would have a variety. It's not always great to have mixed salads, especially if people are coming with men and children because men, children, and dogs don't like salads. They like individual things better than salads. So I would rather do a bowl of lettuce, a bowl of grated carrots, a bowl of shredded cabbage, a bowl of olives, a bowl of sliced artichokes, maybe some capers, some diced tomatoes or tomatoes. Um, what else would I put out there? Some grilled veggies, um, maybe some sweet corn cut off the cob. You could make croutons using polenta where you cut them into cubes and you roast it. Um, gosh, you could make so many amazing things. Um, you'll get all these ideas from the 100 Days to Health, so go and have a look at it, okay? Uh, the other thing that I do is when we have a barbecue is to wrap sweet corn on the cob or zucchini or baby marrows. Um, uh, you can wrap a whole red onion, whole tomatoes. I wrap, I prep, uh, in um, baking paper first or what we call wax wrap here and then wrap that in tin foil and then put that into the fire with a bit of herb salt. It is too delicious for words. Absolutely too delicious. Always having an avocado dip mash avocados or diced avocados if you mash the avocados lemon juice and some herb salt absolutely delicious i might have on the table a bowl of uh, organic corn chips or organic potato chips um, a, a loaf of freshly baked bread um, i might have i'm trying to think of all things i've got some ideas here platters of raw vegetables um 
where are we? Bottle of olive oil. Just any vegetables that you know that you do spectacularly. I'm trying to think ones that we do even now in the restaurant. I don't cook that much these days because having a restaurant, there's always food around and I don't need to cook a thing. So, um, But when I do, I really love cooking. So where are we? Um, if I'm doing a pasta dish as a buffet, I'll put out a bowl of pasta. I'll have normal pasta and gluten-free for pasta. I'll have um, rice pasta. I might have garbanzo or um, pasta made from chickpeas or lentils and um, I'll have different bowls of pasta and then I'll have different bowls of ingredients so I might have a homemade tomato style sauce I might have a creamy mushroom sauce and you can make cream with cashew nuts you don't have to use fresh cream and um, and then I'll make sure that the food we, we're eating has got absolutely no preservatives and additives and then really I can tell you that I've had the biggest meat eaters the biggest junk food eaters eat at our home or in our restaurant the food we serve in the restaurant is what we served in our home I find I haven't yet found anybody other than maybe a very stubborn three-year-old that has been raised on Twinkies and white bread who don't like our food um, children that don't like the food is because they're not used to the texture if they've been raised on junk food. They're used to stuff being soft and very sweet and very seasoned. And when you taste natural foods, most children find it very foreign in their mouth if they've been raised on junk foods. You can get the whole wheat bread pockets, what we call pita breads in South Africa. You pop them in a toaster, they're flat like this, and then they puff up. So they form a pocket, and then you slice it open, and you can put salads and stuff like that inside there. Um, you can put cubed tomatoes, olive, celery, feta cheese. You can do a half an avocado and mashed in with that. Fresh tomatoes with some fresh basil, salt and pepper and some olives. Oh, I'm getting really hungry. Make a great chili pesto. You can make chili pesto with three to five chilies. A nice big handful like this of coriander or fresh cilantro. Same thing, different names, different continent. And to that, I would add some garlic and herb salt. And to that, I would add um, uh, we've got the cilantro, we've got the chilies. I would take one uh, seeded red bell pepper, the seeds removed. I put that all into the blender with a little bit of olive oil and some garlic and herb salt. And I blend it up or pulse it if you like it more coarse. And you put that bowl of chili pesto. It's one of the recipes in the 100 Days to Health, so don't worry too much about it. There's also great um, basil pesto made with cashew nuts instead of cheese, and people don't even know the difference. And you put those dishes, all these different dips and dishes on the table with lots of raw vegetables, and then maybe a pasta dish and another dish, a second dish, like a country cottage pie or a, a artichoke a la king or a whole lot of this, any other dish that you want to put out there and you may put out some grilled fish and then you let people choose and that way the vegans can eat what they want to eat, the vegetarians can eat what they want to eat, the gluten-free people can eat what they want to eat, the meat eaters can eat what they want to eat and nobody's complaining and everybody's happy. So I always make sure I cater for my family first, that I know that our kind of food is there and then I put the add-ons for the guests so that they feel comfortable knowing their kind of food is, is there. If they love tomato sauce and their kids love tomato sauce and they just want to eat pasta with bottled tomato sauce, I will get a tomato sauce bottle, buy one of these sort of um, bottles that people store tomato sauce in, squeezy ones if you have to, for kids especially. 
I'll do the pasta. I'll make homemade tomato sauce with tomato puree, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of raw honey or fructose in it to sweeten it, maybe a little bit of lemon juice to give it a bit of a tang. Pop it on the table in this bottle. The kids won't even ask whether it's commercial. They'll just assume it's commercial tomato sauce. But they're not getting any refined cane sugar in it. There's no preservatives in it and no colorants. Um, what else? Um, you know, it might be something quick and easy. You can make a big salad and have some flax crackers or corn crackers or whole wheat bread or bowl of chili beans. I made some today, um, chili beans with black beans, and um, then we added the fresh coriander chili mix to that. Gosh, people can never get enough of that food. It's just so delicious. Um, what do you do with children's parties? Oh, my word. This is what you must do with children going to children's parties. Make sure that they're having a double dose of barley life so their immune system's in great condition. Make sure that they have at least six omegas so that they're getting enough essential fatty acids because if they're not getting enough essential fatty acids, they're going to run around craving all this salty, oily things. So they're going to go for the potato chips. They're going to go for the hot dogs. They're going to go for – and the hot dogs and the potato chips probably got a lot, whole lot of rubbish in them. They're going to want all the pizzas with all the cheese in it, so give them lots of natural fats. Give them pasta with avocado topped in it if you want to or mashed avocado with um, carrot sticks before they go. Feed them one of their favorite meals. My granddaughter, Cara, loves mashed avocado, and she eats carrots with it. She'll also eat celery sticks with it. And then I'll make a big bowl of rice noodles, and she'll sit down and polish that off, and all I've put in is olive oil and sometimes a homemade tomato sauce on there. Now they go to the party, and they're not hungry, which is great, because a hungry child is not likely to eat junk. I remember when I was a kid how... My mother would say, you can't eat, you're going to a party. It's rude not to eat at the party. But honestly, what happens at parties is children run around, they play games, they're playing tag, they hide and seek, they're climbing on the jumping on the jumping castle, they're swimming in the swimming pool, and they're not that interested in eating, unless you get the little sugar addicts that are eating all the icing off the cupcakes, which is probably what I used to do. But I used to be starving when I got to parties. You would just tuck in and eat everything and then, um, I probably, my mother was thinking maybe she could get away with not cooking something that day. I can't remember. But it's the culture that I grew up in. That's how we grew up is you need to go to a party hungry so you enjoy the meal. Um, so my children I've raised to eat before they go out, feed their children before they go to parties. But if they do go and they don't eat very well, the first thing I would give them is some flora food. And then I would give them some composure with that. A lot of small children struggle to take herbal fiber blends. You could get them onto um, the capsules, but some won't swallow capsules. So then what we do is we take composure, we mix it with honey, and we just take this down. It's going to help your tummy. Flora food is a capsule, so you can open that capsule, sprinkle it in a glass of water or just in the back of the tongue, or mix it into a, into, into a glass of juice. You can do that. Um, how do you have a healthy party for kids? Pretty easy. I made, once made a cake out of watermelon. I made a boat out of watermelon and then took red grapes and made all the little windows and you can put flags on it and everybody thought it was a proper cake until they looked at it closely and said, oh my word, this is fruit. It was a raw fruit cake, and the kids loved it. Kids don't like heavy foods. It's us adults who make these cakes and cupcakes and 
heavy macaroni and cheese with three kinds of cheese and we're actually cooking for the mothers to impress them and the kids end up like tasting them and running around and the mothers end up eating their kids leftovers and going home with a sore belly so keep it really simple with kids I mean I do um, kebabs fruit kebabs with a grape and a piece of watermelon and a piece of banana and a strawberry and a gooseberry and then just take a pair of scissors and cut the sharp point off the kebab stick because you don't want six-year-olds going around stabbing each other with the sticks. Um, you can give children their own ball of dough. Um, you can get whole wheat flour, make wonderful dough, and give them each their ball of dough and make their own pizza. And then instead of putting cheese on it, if there are a lot of dairy intolerant children, is to put some diced avocado when it comes out of the oven, or you make the cashew you just blend cashew nuts with water and a little bit of mustard powder and um, a little bit of garlic and herb salt. And you drizzle this on top of the pizza. The kids drizzle it and it cooks like cheese. It looks like melted mozzarella and it goes slightly brown. It's too delicious for words. What else? Um, you can make rye and whole wheat breads, biscuits, pita breads. Um, they're also suitable. You can do theme parties. You can do... Uh, a Western party where you do pots of bean dishes, chili beans, and you do corn on the cob, and you do all these things that are traditionally eaten, and corn chips, and you can do a Mexican one with corn chips, and um, delicious lime-flavored rice, and all kinds of delicious things. There's a lot of stuff that you can make that's uh, very delicious, and again, you'll get a lot of ideas from... 100 Days to Health. I've also written a book called Perfect Health, which is published in the United States as well as South Africa, and you can order that online from Amazon. You can download it in Kindle. And at the back, there's a fantastic chapter called Making the Transition, and a lot of the tips I'm reading from are actually from that. I'm not giving you all of them because it's just too much, but it's from the uh, chapter on Making the Transition, which is chapter 16 in the book, 16 or 17. I was thinking of the updated version. Um, you know, very often with parties, we make too much. There's some great things. You can make some delicious ice creams, for example, with coconut milk or coconut cream in the can. You buy a can, you blend it with honey and strawberries, you've got strawberry ice cream. If you don't have, can't find coconut cream, use cashew nuts or almonds. Blend them all up until they're thick and creamy and then put it into the freezer. And you may have to re-blend it if it's too icy, but it's actually a lot creamier than if you made it with fresh cream. Fresh cream forms these icicles that are at that sort of level, that sort of horizontal. Whereas when you're using nuts, it stays creamier. It doesn't get those pieces of ice in it. So when you make ice cream with fresh cream, you've actually got to blend it a lot, like at least three times to keep it creamy. You can use fresh cream if you want to, but of course it's really high in cholesterol, very fattening whereas your cashew nuts or your almonds are actually great. You can use almond milk, for example. Um, let's have a look. If you've got any questions you'd like to ask, um, any questions you'd like to ask that I can help you with, could you please repeat the website? Okay, the website for the 100 Days to Help is the number 100. Let me actually put it up here. Um... I'll put it here. I mean, not make any mistakes. 100 days to health. And then it's dot co 
today. I got that right. I haven't got my reading glasses on me. So let's have a look. Uh, 100 days to health. Is it days or ways? It's 100 days to health.co.za. Okay. Could you repeat the website? Great ideas. If you're looking for the book, it's called Perfect Health. And it is available on Amazon in Kindle. Or you can order the book in South Africa. You can order it off our website, which is www.maryans.com. You can't order this book from the UK, the United States. Um, it's better to order it directly from um, Amazon. You can order it from Amazon in any of the countries. Um, so... Uh, a great idea is to download it in Kindle and read it like that. Any other questions? Right. My battery is running low on my computer, and for some reason my husband didn't charge it. So hopefully we'll make it. There doesn't seem to be any more questions. Anybody else have any questions on that? We'll run through the products again one more time. Herbal Fiber Blend is going to help you with food poisoning, with constipation, with diarrhea, with... Stomach freakouts in the middle of the night. Take it wherever you go. Flora food is going to help you when you've got bloating and gas. You're just gassy. It's just like you just can't stop. And your stomach is actually in pain from the gas. Flora food is going to help you with that. Okay. Composure when you have an aching belly. Your belly is sore. Your children say my tummy is sore. Composure helps with any pain in the digestive tract. My husband says also when it's unsettled, if your stomach is unsettled and not feeling comfortable. And then prep signs help when your food is not digesting properly and it's repeating on you and you've eaten fried foods. Don't leave home without these products. I'd like to thank you for your time. Will we have some more questions? Could you repeat this? Thank you, Marianne. Much appreciated. Um, thank you for your time. It appears we don't have any more questions. I'm happy to wait here and smile at you. Um, but I think at this point we've I've basically said everything that I can and I can only help you with more tips if you need them. Um, other than that, I can say enjoy when you're eating out. Um, and I think the most important thing is have fun. If you approach eating with, I want to enjoy this process, or I'm going to enjoy the company, regardless of what's on out there, um, it'll help. And remember to eat a healthy meal before you go out. Have a tall glass of fresh carrot juice, or better still have your garden trio, your barley life, just carrots and really beets. Nice tall glass of that, at least three omegas, and off you go. It's going to protect you quite a lot. If you do drink any alcohol when you go out, make sure that you are well hydrated. Dehydration is probably going to kill you or cause health problems very often long before anything else. Headaches and hangovers are often just a matter of dehydration. I don't want to encourage drinking, but make sure you're drinking enough water mm. because um, dehydration is a very serious issue and you need to make sure. Okay, thanks, Marianne. Lunch at your restaurant today felt good and no digestive issues from Michelle. Michelle, thank you very much for that. I aim to make food that doesn't cause digestive problems. And it's not that 
we do anything that's special. We just love healthy food. And when you love food, it's easy to prepare. And keep it simple. Don't make complicated stuff. Oh, my word. I remember when I first started cooking and inviting people to my house. I made lamb chops en croute, which is, I've got 7%, so I'm going to have to close down now. Uh, lamb, uh, it has lamb chops with pork sausages wrapped on the outside and then herbs and then wrapped in flaky pastry and baked in the oven. It took me hours to make. It was so rich that everybody could eat one only. You couldn't eat more, and I made way too much food. I would waste so much money. I stick to plant foods, whole foods, make it easy, make it fresh, put it out, let people help themselves and don't stress. And do the same yourself, okay? I'm going to have to say thank you very much to everybody. And I'm really concerned that my battery's going to go down. And I am too far away from the charger to get up and walk away. It's downstairs. So, but I have said everything that I can say. I, I am happy to answer questions via email if you want to ask. It's info at naturalway.co.za. More than happy to answer those questions in case you need any information that I haven't added here. Um, and I wish you well on your journey to healthy eating, whether it's in your home or when you're going out. Don't leave home without your AIM products, seriously. I just know that AIM has to, company has to keep going until the day I die because I can't leave home without them, literally. I don't travel anywhere. Email, info, let me put it in there. Info. At, is that the at sign? Gosh, it's info at. I hope this is coming up naturalway.co.za. Enter. All right, what else have we got here? Michelle, Cecily, Turner, there we go. Thank you very much for your time, everybody. Enjoy. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you, Delia. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's going to crash before. before. <laughs>